3.0 podcast, you know what I'm saying? Chaff edition. Let's get it going. Uh-huh. Here we go. Oh yeah, here we go. Brand on 3.0 podcast, baby. So in the media. Wait, how do we I just talk into this thing right here? Hello? I think so. Ah. I just talk right here. Right? Don't you have a job? Where, where oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Say my name. Say my name. <laughs> Alright, what's up, Trav? Welcome to the 3.0 podcast, Dude, man. Thank you for having me, man. Jam packed this it. past couple weeks, and bro. Then, say what? Jam packed. <sighs> at least your life has been. It's it been, seems like. Yeah, it feels like it's been like jam packed year. Yeah. Three years what it feels like but yeah <laughs> definitely yeah, definitely the week too has been uh it's been a great week we've had a lot of cool things come together and uh getting a lot of cool opportunities that i've been able to work towards and yeah man it's been running me through the ringer in the best way possible i'll say that much <laughs> let's talk about sound, um the samsara showcase because that was like the last big thing i'd say totally yeah i mean that that's kind of like the big thing we've been planning for for a while um so basically, just quick background of like what Samsara is. Uh, it's basically an artist collective that me, Superfuture, uh, G-Bread, G-String, Sandos all started. Uh, we brought on Carpow and Heisen later because they totally are just like awesome people um, and with great styles. And basically the whole collective, we all saw each other like doing cool different things with music and wanted to unite our forces and create something that sort of would put like a stand like I would say like a standard almost for like what the Grand Rapids West Michigan music scene would become um because you know there's a lot of DJs and there's a lot of cool stuff going on with the shows but as far as like the local production scene there wasn't like really anything so the whole goal of Samsara was to like put a standard on that um, and I think so far, like, the crew has done a really, really great job of doing that. I can't take any of the credit artistically. Like, I am more of a behind-the-scenes guy on Samsara. Like, I kind of, you know, I'm the guy that shoots down ideas and kind of <laughs> ties things together. And, uh, you, I, you know, I've been, I've been kind of in the scene for, in my, in my own way, I don't want to say in the scene, like, it's, like, something. But I've been kind of, like, doing a lot of music stuff since, like, pretty much my whole life, so... Yeah, I kind of had, we all, that's the cool thing about Samsara is everyone had these strengths that we all brought together. Um, and now the showcases were basically, you know, we, we were releasing these mixtapes and we wanted it to, part of putting this standard and is forming a community around it, you know what I mean? So we, we started doing these showcases. Um, it was two years ago we did our first one. The first one was at the Pyramid Scheme. It was total, like, we had no idea what we were doing. We were a little bit, like, a little bit we uh we got a lot of you know um a, a good amount of people we got our friends in on it and threw it together no um segued into the the one we did last year which was uh at the stash incredible turnout um, almost sold that one out right yeah man we were so with our guest list we were at capacity Jeez. but uh yeah we were about 30 tickets away from selling out which would have been super super cool um, even still, just the support on that was amazing. So this year we were like, you know what? Let's step it up. Sorry, I got kind of lost in the details there, but we were like, let's totally step it up. Um, we we're blessed with, with uh, a great, you know, we have a good relationship with the intersection now, to where they trusted us to do uh, a two-room event there. And that was uh, insane. That was awesome. 
Thanks, man. Yeah, it was just really, you know, getting... It, it was almost effortless transitioning from, like, the one-room thing to the two-room thing because we just had, like, brought more of our friends on and everyone's kind of developed a lot in that time. And, you know, we were able to fill more slots. We gave people, like, KNG as uh, first set. So basically, like, some sort of showcase, I guess, for people who don't know what it was. Um, I should have said that first. But it was basically a, a dual-room show we did at the intersection inside the stash and the mint. Um, now, the stash, we had this super amazing... Uh, Prolux Entertainment lighting rig that uh, was put together for it, so it was totally custom, nothing like that's ever been there before, and then uh, we had Wampa Vision doing the visuals for it. Um, in there, Dree String played, I played a set, uh, we had Super Future, G-Bread, Sandos on that stage, and then right downstairs in the Mint, which it was really cool because the, uh, they opened up that staircase by the door so you could go between the two rooms. They've never done that before, they did it for our show for the first one, it was, so, it was okay. super awesome, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then in the basement, we had uh, KNG perform, we had uh, Ghost Host perform, which is G-Bread and uh, his brother, or his not butter, or her brother, Buddy, uh, Chris, they did a back-to-back set. We did a contest where we had uh, Jopa, who won the mix, so we got to play a set in there, uh, and then Heisen and Karpow crushed it, and it was so cool in the mint, because they had uh, Ray Corbin, uh, Bones Moore, he made these, they were like rectangular uh like structures with pvc pipe and they were all painted black and then you had this like translucent film around the outside and plants in the center with lights around it it looked so cool it looked so cool um but yeah man we had an amazing turnout you know it was i love the shows that we have because they you don't get copious amounts of people who like saw a sponsored post on instagram on their phone and then just came out because it was a friday night like people like look forward to this people like this is our friends, this is our, you know, friends of friends, this is our community, this is our family, our, our like, brothers and sisters, and, I mean, I'm an only child, but, like, you know, yeah. the crew's, like, brothers and sisters and moms and stuff come out for, like, this is, like, a, a family thing, so. Oh, yeah, I think I saw, like, Carpal's parents there, I mean, you guys were swamped every second, you guys are walking around not on set, there's people around you. Yeah. Oh, there's a couple. Oh, wait, we gotta wait. That's like wait the. For me, that's like what makes it all worth it to me, too. Like, I, I'll i be honest, a lot of times, like, I don't really like just hanging out at shows because it's just kind of, like, weird. Like, you get in the background on your phone. Yeah. Or, or, you know, if I'm not, like, 100% into the music, then I'm. Uh, it's just kind of like, all right, now I'm just standing in a room full of people, and it's like, it can be good and bad, but, like, the. What f- made the difference for me, or makes the difference every time for me at the Samsara Showcase, like, I did not stop talking, because there's so many, like, <laughs> just great people around, you know what I mean? Sure. Not that every- everyone isn't great in their own way, but I just, you know, it seems like in that environment, like, the the boundaries are just, you know, not so... Right. It- people don't seem so distant, I don't know, it's a very... Maybe that's just my perspective, because I'm helping organize the event, but... I mean, the way you had it set up, too, was just like a buffet of music, which is amazing, it's like... Well, I kind of biased because I knew many of the people performing, so I'm like, oh, you know, we got Heisen going, or we got Carpal going, I can just come here and come here, like, yeah. I don't know, it was just very fascinating to be able to travel. It was so, you guys made it so easy, too. No friction. Dude, the I intersection line every time, that would have sucked. They are such a well-oiled machine there. Oh yeah, gosh. super thankful to work with them. And then, not to mention, um, I don't know, every single one of your sets was different, which is really awesome. You never felt like you watched the same show, because sometimes you get kind of lost with some shows, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, this person's like this, or like this person's like this, but you it's guys like, really had a distinct style to each one of your sets, which made it awesome. So we appreciate that. Yeah, that's like one hundred percent the goal too of Samsara is just like, you know, keeping it keeping it flavorful in your own way. You know, we don't 
we're big on you know even with our own collaborations and stuff like we all get together before the show and it's like okay you know super future and g string have a collab or like g bread and santa it's like who's gonna play that when so it doesn't you know get played twice and like stuff like that it's very i don't know attention to detail in the group is uh it, it seems like a, a perfect storm almost because i don't really a lot of times i don't feel it like i don't feel the attention to detail on the day-to-day you know it, it almost seems like sometimes we, we've got so much stuff going on with our own lives and stuff that's like it's not working out but then it oh it always we always find a way to just like really pull together so yeah it's cool and the support on the whole project has been amazing it's such a blessing he's got the sticker on his phone here damn <laughs> I had to cop some stickers, man. I just want like support, support for the homies. Stick on my phone. Which reminds me, Nick, I gotta order that shirt off you soon. Did you hear this? Dude, Super Future is the future. Super. <laughs> would you say he's like spearheading Samsara right now? Have you had to put Dude, him? yeah, he is. I would say he is the. Yeah, he's definitely like the. One of the, the big engines of everything. Not only like with his own project, but just like Nick as a person. He's such a smart, like dedicated. He's, I mean, he's a chemical engineer, you know? Right. And so, I don't, not that that. Not that necessarily. I, I mean, he's a chemical engineer and a great person, I guess I should say. Not so to it's like, he knows how to get a party lit. He's a power. Yeah, the guy's a powerhouse. I mean, he does it all. Um, and that's he's a like. a dancer. Underrated dancer. I agree. For real. Yeah. I, also, a great roommate too. I live with uh, I live with him and his girlfriend Ellie. We have a, a nice little, little, just cool little like vibe in our house. Yeah. And he has a dope snuggie too. Do you have yeah. one of those too? A snuggie, dude. What did he have on the other day? It was like a snuggie blanket hoodie. Oh yeah, they they have they Nick and I both have those. I uh, damn, I used to have one of those old school snuggies. It was like a blue one, you know, the SC on TV yeah, one. No, yeah, no I don't have it anymore. I would get one though. I might go. Uh, I might go snuggy shopping. You know, where we could, you got any sweet snuggy spots around here? No, we gotta find some. Now. I saw there was a, a thrift shop like not too far down the road. Oh yeah, we got like forty thrift shops here. Yeah, like all over. It's the Holland. Right this is Holland, right? Yeah, it's the Holland way, baby. It's Holland. We, you know, we have the Guinness World Record for most churches in the. Yeah, I knew that. That's crazy. There's literally one on every. So there's no excuse. Like if you're not if you're atheist here, you're going to hell. You know it's like a big so. deal to get a Guinness World Record. Like like not actually like the breaking of the record isn't a big deal, but like I guess the process to get the the record like certified is yeah, treacherous. They have to come here, don't they? They have to have yeah. like, a sponsor. And you have to go th- you have to jump through like a million hoops before you even get them to come out there and it's like a lot of money and stuff. I was talking to um this guy from yeah the guy from rockford who broke the ski record so he's he's he broke the record but it's not guinness certified because it's like it would have cost him like thousands of dollars and stuff yeah it's the real deal but i think i'm gonna break i I like i don't know if it's gonna be this year i think i'm gonna break a world record in my life i like decided it's gonna be certified because i'm gonna i'm gonna start facebook yeah you're in a relationship but it's not facebook official no it's gonna be it's gonna be facebook official when i do it okay it's gonna be like an investment. I I can. I can so we're gonna get an invite to this. Uh, maybe I'll probably, I'll probably throw a party if I do it. To be honest, it's. Have you seen Robin? Uh, Robin Big. When they broke a yeah. When they broke world records, they're yeah. like eating donuts and eating bananas. Yep. But they had someone. Son, I knocked three out Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, big boy. Dude, Robin Big. So can I tell you a funny story about Rob Deerdeck? Go ahead. So uh, I've only 
want i used to skateboard like forever when i was a, a, a kid i've only won one skateboard competition ever and it was judged by rob dyrdek and i was i was, I was in uh i was pro- i think it was in it was in 2007 and he came to this skate park so i must have been what was that? how old was i in 2006 grade sounds like that sounds about right sounds about Pokemon right. era. yeah so i was in like yeah and um yeah, he came to the skate park in Brighton, Michigan. It was called Meyer Skate Park for their Fall Classic, and he was the judge. And I was in, I was only in like the lower division, mm-hmm. but dude, I got like a trophy, and it was so cool. Yeah, <laughs> you probably shredded, dude. Holy yeah, God. and I, I saw your video though. By the way, I didn't know you could shred like that. Oh, you know, yeah. But, a lot of people say they skateboard. They do like a kid flip. Well, they can they can land a kid flip. No, nah, I can I used to be able to like times. rip. I yeah. used to like hit hand. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say rip because I was never like. Dude, you hit whatever the best, but I, yeah, I could hit like decent sized handrails, and I could hit like I don't know. I like I like transition the most of this thing. I never was really about jumping down stairs and stuff. Yeah. Just like hurts. I've, I mean, I've done it. I have a really cool picture actually of me like Ali in like a nine stair, and this dude is like falling on the stairs. You have it. Answer's not that big. Uh, I could pull it up. It's on my face. You should go on my Facebook. It's there. I'm not gonna go on your Facebook. All right. Well, you know what. <laughs> Let's see your uh, ordeal then. But yeah, man, skateboarding. Uh, how, how we got on this? But yeah, skateboarding was like my life, like forever. Who was your favorite skateboarder? Mine had to be like Ryan Sheckler. God, cringe. I don't know. I had different, fa- like different favorites in different eras. Um, Tony Hawk, obviously. Dude, I mean, everyone, everyone should have Tony Hawk. Did you play pro skater? Did I pro dude? <laughs> pro skater two. That was weird. So it's crazy. I I listened to like some podcasts with Tony Hawk and I didn't. I guess like to, I didn't realize how Tony Hawk like literally brought skateboarding to the mainstream. Tony Hawk literally brought skateboarding to the mainstream. It's crazy. Through his like video games or just through yeah, through his video games merchandise and then Bam Margera like kind of helped a lot with that too with like Viva La Bam and stuff but That's like true. he made skateboarding more like I guess I mean they brought it to the commercial they they had I mean they're kind of obviously there's other people you know other links in the chain so elitists don't like attack me but <laughs> um but like no for real like a lot of I mean you know all of a sudden in like the early 2000s every you know 12 14 year old girl wanted a like pink bam element board i heard when they like released those boards that like they sold out so fast that like they they had to they like i don't know it, it blew out all their board sales like out of the water for the company yeah go listen when you get a chance listen to like i know bam margera did one with uh you ever hear the nine club yeah they're really great plug in their podcast on a podcast baby check that podcast out I'm just reciting. I'm just no, like I, have it. I gotta listen to that. Yeah, I'm just like reciting lines off that right now. So uh, <laughs> you can you can just podcast you listen to the Nine Club. I love the Nine Club. Uh, I love listening to a lot of honestly. Like I always feel like I should have more to say when people ask this, but I listen to like a lot of broadcasting coaches right now, like more than anything. Really? Um, yeah, like Valerie Geller and like Seth Ressler has a lot of really cool stuff. And like, I kind of just scroll related podcasts from like certain people like that. But I love listening to like, you know, the Joe Rogans and the No Jumpers and, you know, Obviously, yeah. a lot of stuff like that. I'm like, people send me stuff all the time too. So like, I'll check out whatever. But uh, 
yeah, those are the ones that kind of have my loyalty right now. Do you spend time listening to the entire podcast, or do you spend time, you know, perusing it or skimming it? Um, well, I drive a lot, so I, like, usually when I I have, like, a two-hour drive or something, like, because I go back to Detroit pretty, oh, pretty often, um, I'll throw on a podcast then, or, you know, I'll have days where I'll just, like, wake up and start a podcast and kind of listen through most of it. But, right. yeah, occasionally I'll, I'll scroll, but... I find that, like, with podcast it's like it's it's starting to be like an attention thing too like i'm like it's hard like right now what these podcasts i'm gonna release i'll probably release a long form the actual form and then the short form yeah they like i don't have time to listen to your whole one hour and the okay I'm dude interested. that's like really smart i that's something i want to do with my podcast um i just right now like it's so much easier to just yeah yeah so like i'm kind of I'm thinking about like doing another a different podcast that I do short form on because I hear a lot of people yeah like people are like I love I want to listen but like I don't have you know an hour to dedicate. That's how I, far- I first started out. You know, just like the little nuggets, like that one. Yeah. Minute, the gold. You should definitely do that because yeah. that is uh, something that yeah. I know that I should be doing. I'm not doing it just because right now. I know it's like three more clicks on the keyboard, but you got it. Slowly but surely, baby. <laughs> no, like with this stuff, it's like I don't know. You try to, when you're in a certain lane. I feel like you try to like get creative in some areas. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. So I guess we'll we, we'll see where we go with this one. You know, like I got Min, Ming's dropping this week. It'll be like a short like clip to hype it up video. Then I'll probably release the short form and then the long form at the end of the week. You having fun doing your podcast? I like. Yeah. Have fun. I get cool. to have conversations with people I don't know, don't normally get the chance to. Totally. And then future projects like with Sandos and uh, with Matt. Yeah. It's crazy. Matt was probably one of the most interesting podcasts I had. Yeah. Just because we're still in the same lane. You know what I mean? Like, oh I yeah. We can sit here, but I'm that's not so DJ. true. True. You know, I, Very I true. can't tell you how I felt when I did this set or this set. Yeah. Matthew Beeler's a straight up gangster. I just want to say that one time. Uh, check out the video he made for me right now. It's, it is uh, legit. He showed me a lot of good stuff. And that, whenever I need help with the videography or just like angles or camera work or anything, that is the man I go to. Like, that's the dude I'm chasing. Shout out to Matt. He knows what I'm talking about. Dude. But yeah. So he's good. Killer, man. Right now he's working on a lot of little small projects. Hopefully today I get lucky enough to meet him later on and help him out with some stuff. But dope dude. Yeah. He's in, he's coming up in Grand Rapids for sure. Like, yeah. Give him yeah. a couple more years. That he's super versatile too. Oh yeah. Shoot anything. And I didn't know he was a skater either. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a, a dude. So yeah, we uh we had a long. T- he, I guess he was like team modern for a while. Really? What a gangster! Didn't even know. Him. Shout out Matthew. Be there. Killing the game. Keep doing it, man. Yeah, I was going to be like, you should bring your skateboard in today. I, but I don't know. I've, I've ridden a skateboard on a gym floor before. I almost fell. Ooh, um, you know what? Skateboarding in a gym, that's like something I always used to dream of. You do it One day. Day. You got the floors for it. I did that at a church once. Damn. Pretty sure that church burned down. You don't have one in your, be- in your truck right now? Skateboard? Yeah. I have like a penny board. Like a city cruiser board. You flips on it? No. I mean, like, actually, I can kick flip on it. Yeah? I can kick flip on it. As long as you don't die. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. Attempt. <laughs> I might be down. <laughs> for the, the vlog. There you go. Heck yeah, so Samsara went well. Where are you at right now with Trough and branding and yourself? I know I always ask you that question, but kind of like yeah. you on your toes with that. Um, right now, it's all so complicated, right? So I'm like, 
I've been trying to chip away at things I know that I need to do. <laughs> like the website was one of them. I finally got my website up and running. There you go. And that's, um, that's a big feat in itself too. So yeah, so that that took a while, but I got it that up and running. Um, I'm really like my my thing for the past few months has been like trying not to worry about so much the quote unquote brand and just focus on like doing what I do. You know what I mean? And getting better at what I do, like pushing out content and doing podcasts and getting i've been doing a lot of uh, stuff with snx like been on the air pretty much seven days a week for the last three months for whatever yeah, so yeah and, and like that's my first really i guess like dip in having a full-time radio gig so uh i've been focusing on that a lot trying to just get good there because that's something that i'm really passionate about and like i see myself doing for a long time so that um you know i really i want to I want to facelift my whole brand a little bit because I know it'll be good for me. Um, but really, I'm just trying to like do what I can right now, man. Like link with people and make cool opportunities happen, and like you know get to know as many people as I can. And like it's cool, you know, when I meet certain people. Like I, I just recently met Matthew not that long ago, and it's like it's cool when you meet people with like very similar levels of passion, but at, like towards different things, and you like mesh with the people well and you can like figure out cool things to do so like right now i'm trying to kind of like take a deep breath honestly and figure out like you know you move i've been i guess let me let me phrase it like this i've been moving a very i guess checkers paced life for the past like eight months like it's been kind of crazy and now i'm kind of like in a point where i'm gonna for the next few months like i've had a lot of shift in the past couple weeks so it's like i'm taking a bunch of deep breaths and i'm gonna try to be a little bit more chessy with my moves rather than doing the checkers thing not necessarily slowing down but just not slowing down at all just reallocating that energy you know what i mean because it's like i don't i was feeling myself just like doing too much and becoming a workhorse and i don't want to burn myself out like that's something i'm very conscious of and it's something a lot of people have tried to like you know sit me down and talk to me about like hey you know i see you're doing a hundred things every day and you're not really sleeping a lot like this is not gonna have a lot of longevity if you're not very careful and i didn't get it for a while and just like i've i've uh learned some things in the past few weeks that like um you know have really opened my eyes to that a little bit and now it's uh now i'm taking some deep breaths taking some time for myself i'm not stopping working like i'm still going to be working seven days a week on whatever but it's going to be at a different pace now. Right, um, and I'm really excited just because, like, every, I don't know, I, every chapter in life is, like, so different, you know? Like, I feel like every three months, every, I say three months, it feels like almost every month I'm, like, a, a new person in a way because of what I've learned. I don't know. Not, like, a new person, Evolve. but, like, yeah, it's just this constant evolution that, like, is really humbling to experience, I guess. So, yeah, that that's kind of a vague way of saying, like, I'm going to be, you know, trying to trying to fill the gaps that i've been missing mm-hmm. you know I've, what are your strong suits then right now what are you tripling down on like you say you're, you're myself gonna... as a personality and as a, a media figure sort of um like you know i i love music and djing and all of that and that's always like gonna be my vessel and my passion like what keeps me really going but like ultimately at the end of the day like i love stuff like this you know what i mean i love when something comes up being in a position to talk about it in a way that is compelling and like makes sense and people like you know 
almost i don't know i've just always been really like drawn to that and that's something that i really want to um continue with moving forward like i think being in radio has really opened my eyes to that a lot and like that's where I see myself, because I don't, you know, the DJ life is amazing, and it's something that I want to be a part of my life for, like, as long as I can do it, but, you know, it, when I'm, when I'm 60 years old, like, I might, I might not be super hyped about going to DJ in a club for 20 year olds on a Saturday night, but I'll bet when I'm 60, you know, I'm, I'm still going to be cool with, like, sitting down and talking about whatever, whatever's going on in the world that day with someone of all you know of a similar mindset or of a, even a very diverse mind i don't know you know what i mean so I've, I've, I've been having a lot more of those thoughts lately of like i know it sounds crazy but like i just turned 24 and i'm yeah i'm young but like i'm starting to feel myself getting older i guess this is like <laughs> at, the you know at first 23 was the first year that i like when i started saying it i'm like oh my god <laughs> oh my god like i felt like yesterday i was 13 this is all so quintessential to say whatever but like or so cliche to say not quintessential but uh yeah it's just like <laughs> i've i've been now that it's, i'm hitting 24 i'm like oh my god it's almost 25 which is almost 30 which is almost dead <laughs> i'm like starting to think more seriously about just like about uh you know what it, what is what is the next 10 years gonna look like so uh really want to work on that i i would like i mean what does it look like what what's what's something future what future goal it's a super future i want to be i mean if you ask me today what like where i want to see myself in 10 years like i want to be doing radio in like a lot of places and not just radio but like i want the whole the media part of it to be like in line too kind of like what i've started to do a lot on instagram um like for those who follow me like, you know, with the, the video bits and the random vlogs, okay, we're going to do this today. Like, I want to be almost like an, I don't want to say influencer, but I want to be like, almost like an influencer of substance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not like, not, you know, something that like, you watch a video of mine and it's like, wow, you know, that like, made me think of... So, you know, made me inspired or made me want to, you know, go do this or, like, gave me a good laugh, like, something that kind of, st- I want it to be, like, my content to stick with people. So, you know, that's going to look like... So feel, it's a feel-good brand. Yeah, very much feel-good and, and I'm so, you know, my thing, like, I want to live my truth, man. So it's like, you know, if I'm feeling a certain way about something, like, that is what I want to be putting out there and, uh, I would like, I guess, just um, to, you know, to give people the sense of, like, hey, you don't have to pretend to be this well-polished, like, gem if you're not, you know? Like, I'll, I'm totally real. Like, I go on my Snapchat store, or my, not my Snapchat, no one uses that anymore. <laughs> I go on my, like, my Instagram story or whatever, and I'm just like, wow. You know, not really feeling it today, which is like something you don't hear a lot. Which is extremely freaking relatable, though. Yeah, so relatable. Like- and like, it's, you know, we live in this highlight real generation. And part of what I think my whole chaff thing is, is like, yeah, there's a lot of highlights, but like, it's not all about that. And I think it's about, you know, I try to wrap my low points in optimism. And I think that goes a long way with people as well. So. I'm trying to focus more on just developing as a human and like 
focus less on just pushing like oh i need to do this like this content content right. that, like trying to be more natural with the flow of life mm-hmm. i think and that's you know that's why when people say what does 10 years look like for you like i have no idea because if you would have asked me two years ago if you would have thought or even okay maybe two years ago, if you would asked me three years ago like or if you would have sat down right now three years ago and been like hey in three years you're gonna be in radio you're gonna do that for five hours a day every day and you're gonna live with friends and uh that's gonna be it oh yeah and i would have literally like laughed in your face <laughs> like i would have been like yeah right i'm gonna go like get a job and i'm gonna have it you know what i mean like yeah. I-, I don't know so I- what does 10 years look like i have no idea i can only hope like the so- last three honestly similar to- similar to this yeah i mean probably won't be similar at all and it'll probably be amazing <laughs> but like truthfully like i don't know we'll cut it back i'm gonna 2019 what, big 2019 is just like about stepping up yeah. my stuff yeah like all around um you know i have been throwing a lot of things at the wall to see what something that sticks and yeah, i i'm Personally, I think that's good. Trial and error. Yeah, oh, 100%. 100%. Error. That's how you... And I'm going to keep doing that um, a lot, especially this year. But, uh, yeah, just, you know, working on back stocking a lot of stuff to be able to... Um, I want to get reg- more regular with my content and stuff. You know, I want to start doing more timely content and stuff because a lot of it is like when i have time i'll drop a podcast when i have time i'll make a video i would like to start doing it to where i'm more uniform with my mm-hmm. myself so that's one of my things for this year um and I, I, I got a list just like going into micro content like that's something yes. Matt talked about a lot like you don't need that big polished video that took you hours to make and is a 10 minute post and then nope it doesn't do as well as you thought it would be you know what i mean no nope. and you're disheartened yeah, but like like coming and finding your own pattern to do micro content, little bits in here. And crazy thing is, like with the stories, that helps a lot. That's the stories themselves. You don't always have to post something. Like, I don't think I've posted anything since Friday, but I'm okay with it. You know, you don't always need content, content because you're human. And dude, like, it gets to that point where like maybe you're just pushing something out to push it out. And is that necessarily right? Is that gonna stick? Is that who you are? That's the kind of thing I'm flirt with sometimes yeah and people don't really care like i yesterday i did a video i walked out of my house i held my phone horizontally in front of my face and i was just like hey just want to say like thanks so much everyone for coming out last night i had a really good day it's beautiful outside right now hope you enjoy your sunday about to go to work catch me on the radio peace and like you know little things like that like i i hope that energy like you know is right. is well received from people and i feel like gratitude. it is i feel like it is you know yeah oh so much gratitude for everyone you know what i mean um and i think that makes it cooler when you post a picture of you like djing with a big crowd because people feel like they know you yeah, that's true. i'm trying to do more stuff like that and like not over th- i found my posts that i think the least about are the ones that usually do the what the best so social media man but my best posts are the ones that, that aren't even from me. <laughs> Those are my uh, best posts. And I, I recognize that. I'll take it. Like, the struggle. That's all right. We're all just trying to find balance, right? Yeah, finding balance and having fun, man. That's really what this year is about. Um, I'm not trying to stress. I'm not trying to be like, I need to be in a certain place by the end of the year or anything like that. Like, truthfully, like, I'm really good right now. <laughs> blessed humbled and uh not gonna stop grinding so i i have i'm re- i know i'm gonna be taken care of like in the universe <laughs> yeah that's so what i think i mean if the closest people around you i'm talking about the closest 10 people around you are eating 
They're breathing and they're okay. Like, dude, mm-hmm. what else can you ask for? You know what I mean? Right. Your family's good. Your friends are good. Like, everything else is like a bonus. Yeah. Like, this right here, like what we're doing right now, like I couldn't say I would be doing this a couple months ago. Like, right. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Do I need to be doing this? No. Is it like a passion? Is it something I want to, you know, I want to leave a legacy later on in life? Like, yeah. Totally. Is it for the money? No. No. Because if it was for the money, I wouldn't be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's for the money, I mean, you're usually not going to be happy in the end. Yeah. Unless it's like too easy. That's something I want to like learn more about too, like businesses and stuff. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah, yeah, especially as you as you as a brand build up more. Yeah, and then they're gonna be paying you to you know speak on other brands, right? Just because you have the attention, right? That's why I love Instagram platforms so much, because right now it's like, look how many people know you or how many people get referred to to something by word of mouth. You know what I mean? It's crazy. So, yeah. These headphones. I don't know about these headphones, but Chop said these are dope. Yeah. Get these. Yeah. So. Right. It's like why should why should you ever have to pay for anything, right? It's true. Watch <laughs> out. AirPod Three Chop Edition. <laughs> <laughs> I would so take an endorsement if they were uh, into that. You just run. You do you I chop your your uh, audio files yeah, up? Yeah, I will. I will. Like, yeah. All the- I just I literally run straight through. Yeah. No chops at all. I don't I don't chop anything out. I come straight from chopping. <laughs> uh, I'm a chopper at heart. Yeah, I don't chop anything. I literally put in my intro, my outro, and uh, I, you know, normalize it, boost the levels and everything, make it sound crispy, and on to Spreaker it goes. What do you, oh, is that where you put your podcast or? Uh, so, yeah, I'm like, I use, uh, I use Spreaker because it puts it on iHeartRadio. And that's like the only platform I put my podcast on right now. Why? Till I get better. That starts somewhere. Okay. I want to get like good before I invest in, you know, yeah. getting it everywhere. Cause once I, I mean, once I like, I don't want to have it just on. Like right now, it's on iHeartRadio, but I don't want to have it just on like podcasts and Spotify or whatever. Like I want to at that point, I want to do YouTube with it too and stuff. So. Did you add like a video element to it? Yeah, I. Would, I that's yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. I just right now don't. Uh, I have so much. I have so many things, man. I gotta. I, I like. Ca- I, I like cap myself on things because it's like okay, like too, don't. I spread myself too thin if I'm if I'm not careful. I used to do that a lot when I was younger. I used to like want to make videos for people. Meanwhile, doing my own gigs and trying to like do my, dude, and it's just like you know. That's definitely know. tough thing, especially with like videography. I think personally, dude. Especially my stuff. Like I don't like to do like. I don't go looking for people, like, hey, you want me to make a video for Right. Me? So overwhelming, like, for me at least, just having, you know, when you dump a camera full of footage from a day on your computer. Dude. And if that's all you do, that's amazing. Like, you know, if you're a video guy and that, but, like, I do music on my computer too, like, both production and, you know, uh, like, just organizing stuff. So it's like, man, my computer, like. <laughs> you have, like, two computers. I have a few computers. <laughs> I have like a stack of computers, but and they still it's just not the, it's just not the same, you know. I, just, I don't know. Dude, you're telling me when I did the I did the episode for the Unbud on the Bus podcast, they dumped about like 15 gigs of like Holy crap. Random, random clips from like this trip they took and they're like, "Can you make me a show?" It took 8 hours just to download the stuff. Dude. That was half the half the headache. Multiple pauses and failed downloads later. I cannot, yeah. I was just like, all right, I don't know these guys' style, so I have to create a show. Mm -hmm. A lot of learning experiences. 
Like, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. The situation there, like, made me grow so much. I bet. And now they're out in L.A. making moves, and it's just like, you know, those little things, you know, you got to show gratitude. And, yeah, I didn't get paid for it. Like, like once again, I'm not professional. Like, you know, I'm not. it's not like a professional company or it's, I'm not like IMAX, you know, or I have right. thousands of people working together. This person's taking care of the coffee, and this yeah. person's making sure this gets written down. Right. Like. You're one dude. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm playing to my strong suits. Started off with a short form podcast. Time to go back I to like the roots. I like it. I like it, man. Art. Art. That's what I like to do with my videos, at least. Yeah. So I'd be catered to you. Right. Don't ask me to do weddings. And don't ask me to take a photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the camcorder now. No ifs, ands, or buts. Nice. I've been loving it, too. Like, lately, it's all I need. We got a show coming up on 25th in Detroit. I can't wait to bust the cable out. The bad boy. I'm going to have two lights on it. I'm going to have the camera on it. They're going to be like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> I heard the the bigger the stabilizer, the more legit the videographer. That is so not true. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, a truck full of. Them, so. <laughs> no, they're pretty cool. They're fun to play with. Have mm-hmm. you ever? I'm the handheld ones are pretty sweet. You have one, don't you? Dude, I need to org. No, I don't have a stabilizer. I have a, I had a, bendy tripod thing, but it broke on Christmas. Ho, 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 baby. Do you ever think about just, like, emailing these companies and go, like, hey, I'm Cha for 104.5 Radio, like... Yeah, I probably should do that more. I did that at the smoothie place in East Town. <laughs> did you get a free smoothie? Dude, they hooked me up. Okay, there you go. Shout out to Fruition. I love them. Okay, sure. Good people, good, good food, good drinks, very healthy. I like that. Where do you drink all those juices from? I see you post on, uh... Fruition. Oh, dang. Yeah. Y'all got something going there? Yeah. Yeah, we got love, baby. Dang. I need a radio show just for that. Nah. <laughs> you got it, baby. It's right here. There you go. Just got to build that up. Oh, yeah. It's coming. I love it. That's the best part, man. In the dirt. Yeah. I mean, it's cool when you're up there. It's cool when you're out in public and they're like, are you a chance to rapper? No. <sighs> that's cool for some people. Yeah, if that's what you want to do. Must be, it probably it's probably pretty cool. Everyone like knows you, and you're like everyone loves you. You know, someone like Chance. Everyone loves Chance. Yeah, it's true. Three point oh, baby. It's kind of cool. Hopefully, I get in trouble. Oh my that. God, it's three point oh. How are you gonna I feel did, about that? At the Sound Sorrow Showcase, I did tie some circles, which is really awesome. Good for you, man. Like the people you see online that you know you comment on stuff similarly, or you meet people actually. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah, always tie those circles when you can, right? It's important. How much? I was gonna say hi to you, but you look way too damn busy. Hmm? I turned around and you were gone. Dude, I was I didn't stop moving that whole yeah. night. Yeah, I was like, oh look, there's Chop. Let's go say hi to Chop. Yeah. Oh, he's busy. Everyone wanted to like hang out with me, and like I was just I was like kissing babies and shaking hands all day, you know, just like just like thanking people good. and making sure everything was smooth, making sure everyone had what they needed, and uh, yeah. So we're just constantly moving. All Pretty around. much, yeah. There was. I like how the squad really came around everybody. I, I saw like multiple like sets where like I saw Carter Powell come up or Mitch was running around. You know, yeah, like, everyone. I mean, we're not. You know, no one was hiding. We all were just chilling yeah. at the show when we aren't weren't playing. Oh my god. No, there wasn't like a green room or anything. Anything go wrong? Um. Behind the scenes question. Trying to think. Oh, the only thing that went wrong was uh, my fault. 
and it was for the after party. It wasn't even at the show. The intersection's really like awesome to work with, so like nothing really goes wrong. There was like a, one thing that I noticed that I brought to their attention, and they fixed it right away. Um, but uh, no, for the after party, I uh, I um, was supposed to bring this bag of cables to set up the CDJs, and I was on after party duty, and I got there, and the bag of cables was uh, still on stage at the stash. So I was like, oh man. So I had to, uh, luckily, Kevin Krita, shouts out, he uh, he came through with the bag, baby, <laughs> and uh, we solved that. But yeah, no, this one was really good. Um, yeah, the intersection is just amazing to work with, so it's like anything logistically is pretty locked in. They're, they're really good. Um, trying to think in the past. Is there yeah, I don't know. Coming up? So we do those once a year. So we won't uh, disclose any of that information until, you know, at least 10 months or so. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm sh- I have a funny feeling there will probably be a Samsara collective appearance um, on one of the after-party stages at Electric Forest. I have, I have, a, I have a pretty good feeling. But, uh, yeah. That we did that last year too with the Panky Rain crew, and that was, was so sad. Shouts out to them because they—I mean, not only do they have a cool operation, the Panky Rain crew, but they also gave us like the ultimate time slot. We played, I think, like two to four a.m. Wednesday night before the festival, when everyone you know gets there, gets on the ground, starts partying, but nothing is going on. So I mean, we got to play after golf clap, and there was just. It was a sea of people. It was so much fun. That was, like, really, really, really awesome to be part of. What is this, your eighth year going back, ninth year, tenth year? Forest? Oh, my God. So, it's actually only my... I feel like you've been there long. It's only my... So, my thing... So, it's going to be my fifth year going, but I've went to... Like, when it was both weekends, I went to every single... One. So I've actually been to Forest like eight times. Oh jeez. But it's my fifth year. Okay. Yeah. Or er, sixth year. year. Is it sixth year? It's gonna be January. Sixth year. Yeah. Party overload. Yeah, I'm probably only gonna go for a day to be honest. Really? I don't really want to. <laughs> I don't really want to live in that. I mean, I, I could change. You know, last year we got an RV and I was pretty comfortable. Um, but. I did that second weekend last year. Every day I drove back and forth, and it was so nice, man. Like yeah. so, we. I mean, you know, we don't live far. Like I'm Grand Rapids yeah. is a half hour away, forty minutes maybe. Yeah, same with us. And to be able to like go home to a bed and a shower and like a kitchen, but that mostly the kitchen I think was what, what's nice. You know, you cook a full, perfect breakfast. You get back, you're like I'm home. Yeah, it was just it was very cozy. Um, I would I would do that again. I'm probably I would I'll do it for less days next time because it was a lot of. It definitely took more of the art off this year for sure. Yeah, man, that's the cool. That was what I loved. Or you know, when it was two weekends, I really learned a lot about just how much goes into the actual forest. Because it's like before, when it's you know I was a young kid and it's one weekend. It's like oh you I want to see every show like barely spent any time in the forest except for at the very end of the night. Um, but then like. First, the first year they did two weekends. Like the first weekend, I saw every show I wanted to see pretty much. Second weekend, I ended up getting like tossed a wristband from my buddy, so I didn't even like. I felt no obligation to like see any sets or do anything, so I literally chilled in the forest like the whole time, and it was so nice. Yeah. Working like working at those events too, like you get the 
going to the grounds before things open. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool just to like chill on the hammock. Yeah. And just be around a bunch of art installations by yourself. Yeah, dude, it's really That's cool. It's such a cool thing to be a part of, and I'm like it's almost unreal that we have something that's yeah. that level right here you know what i mean it's a hidden gem like not many like now the word isn't i think the word is spread because it's getting a lot bigger but back then like five years ago people were like what yeah yeah i think like 2014 is when it really started to explode um i got people from other countries like i meet someone from a different country every time i go yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, what are you doing? All People, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I, I met someone last year who said he like, almost he like or not he like hitchhiked from Colorado or something, like Very all the way. I'm too. just like, what? That's crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. Apparently, this was on the scene. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, like, I'm I don't know. I love forest. I just this year I've got a tone it down a little bit. just a little you know and i don't i don't know like i used to kind of like like to try stuff and experiment with like you know weird substances and things a little like here and there back when i was a little bit younger and i can't really do that anymore because i'm you know i got a real life now <laughs> i guess i could do it but it wouldn't be a good idea for me and it's not what i want for myself so i'm like you know i'm i'm sober now like all around pretty much um which is which is nice and it i guess it it makes the the whole experience or the whole thought of going for four days straight and living on the grounds less inviting <laughs> you know when you're when you're there up all hours of the day and night uh yeah it's it's a freaking carnival it's a free-for-all it is so yeah yeah i just gotta you know i always describe there's always there's a beast it's a beast like in the beginning it's nice yeah it's agitated towards the end yeah you know i uh I think everyone has their own pace with learning all that stuff and uh there's certain people who you know i i really hope the best for that they fix themselves and other people you know just need to experience it you know <laughs> like I, I i think it's good to experience i think it, it it you know i definitely learned a lot go and it's not even just with like forest just with like in general with being in those sort of <laughs> Die hard. I mean, it's basically like you're on an island for five days. You know what I mean? With like your friends and like a bunch of weird stuff and like <laughs> what like music. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah and it's like sure. it's so cool because it'll like strip. You know, I mean, speaking from experience, like I went from this like well polished little like suburban boy to like going hard at festivals. It like I don't want to say it dehumanizes you, but it like it definitely like strips some of the the polish off the off the outer layer you know what i mean like it's it's cool like it it, it connects you with yourself more i feel like it, it show it connects you with your community and your people more like man I, I just remember being in tears that feeling so like part of a community when i like first experienced a big festival like that um and it's really powerful like I, i'm so thankful that i had those experiences and they'll stick with me forever you know True. it is a festival of love like it feels like that yeah and I'll always, you know, that, that sort of festivals and everything will always have a special place in my heart. Oh, my gosh. Nothing like electric, though. At least for me. Yeah, yeah, no, first. same. I love movement, too. Movement's, like, one of my favorites because it's just, like, it's kind of like forest in a way different way to where, I don't mean it's kind of like forest, like, 
experience wise not at all but um i just mean like the you know we have like the roots of techno in detroit like we have the it's cool because on the west side you know you got that flagship festival which is you know it's a whole thing in its own but also on the other side of the state is detroit which is like where techno is you know came to be and like it's still very alive around that time of year which is like really really awesome what is that again? Uh, it's in May. It's the it's is that Memorial Day that's in May or is it Labor? I oh, don't. I don't know. I've never Memorial been to a festival in the city. That's the thing. Memorial Day. So it's uh. Camp. Yeah. No. 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 So it's uh. It's always Memorial Day weekend. Um. It they do it like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, because you know no one has work that day or whatever. And uh, dude, the the city is just taken over by techno. I mean, like every spot has something going. On. Like it's it's nonstop. The lineup is always amazing. It's just really, really awesome to be a part of. Highly recommend you checking it out. Definitely gonna have to check that out this May for sure. Yeah, yeah. Play at it? Huh? So you gonna play at it? No, no, man. I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm not a techno guy. No. I I love Would techno. Techno I love techno, but I don't. I can't. I'm not on that level, man. Like <laughs> it's. I would never. Is anyone in the in the group close to that? Mm, I mean, Heisen and Carpow. Yeah. A little bit, but uh, I definitely wouldn't. Uh, I definitely would not put that pressure on um, myself. <laughs> no, it's just different. I just don't like. I'm not in that lane, you know. Okay. Um, I am. Uh, I'm a party starter, man. I, I work good with like uh, club crowds and you know stuff like that. I can do other cool stuff, but like it's just a whole different beast. It's a whole different beast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. DJ, yeah, definitely. I don't know. I do a lot of fist bumping. Techno is like, spiritual, man. Like, Techno is like yeah. spiritual. Techno? Yeah. Okay. I've never had a. So spiritual. Yeah. You'll experience it this year. We'll get you in. Oh, yeah. Are you working in electric forest? You said you were working in that. Um, sorry, I got this frozen vitamin water here. It's so good. Yeah, dude. Um, it's naturally frozen. Yeah, so I. Uh, I do media there usually, just like interviews and stuff. So I'm probably gonna try to do that again. Um, I got to talk to some like really cool people last year. Talked to Closey for a while. Um, talked to Ruby Chase, who like was singing on stage with uh, String Cheese. Just like a whole bunch of cool artists. Um, so I'm probably gonna try to do that again for sure. Nice. I like that. Okay. I love. It's like low pressure for me, you know, because I'm just yeah, talking just to people enough. rather than you have like. To get, like so many down or something. Or yeah was that no it's pretty free flow um i mean i guess i'm i'm we'll see this year how it goes um because i would do i would i would load up and do more and make it more i know i was talking to matt too he worked at it he did media yeah and he said it was just oh an amazing like yeah oh it's cool yeah yeah if i feel bad for people who are like wait well i guess i shouldn't say i feel bad for some people like waving flags you know I guess it'd be kind of fun sitting, standing in the heat, waving flags like for cars and stuff. Yeah, mm, I don't think so. You can. It's crazy how many jobs they have. There. Dude, <laughs> you don't tell me about it. Can do anything. Um, but yeah, just, uh, it comes with a price because you huh? want to be there and it's fun. It's everyone having fun, and you got your shit. Your sixteen-hour shift, and then you go party for another eight hours. Yep. No sleep. Yeah, bless your soul if you can make it through that. Oh god. But uh, yeah, man, I'm excited for that. I'm just excited for summer and. Not to be so cold, but at the same time, the moment is good. Going to California in a couple of days, so That's true, hey. very excited for Where that. Where are you flying out from? Grand Rapids to yeah. LAX? To uh, nah, John Wayne. It's the low-key gem, man. 
LAX is the worst airport ever. I was yeah. flying to John Wayne. It's like tiny airport in Santa Ana, probably like 25 minutes from LA. It's way better. And you're going to Nam. Yeah, going to the Nam show. It's the largest music products conference in the world. Do you have any people performing there? Yeah, they have tons of people performing there. I actually, I, uh, I couldn't tell you who because I have not really looked. I literally just booked my flight like two days ago because I saw my, uh, this guy Bruce who owns uh, Mike Effects. Uh, I I met him because I sat next to him and his wife on the plane back from Nam last year. I got passes through Ferris last year, um, a couple times before too. But uh, yeah, he he put me on his exhibitor list, and I got the notification like two days ago, and I was like, you know what, you know what, your boy's going to California. What is that going to give you the ability to do being on that guest list? Um, basically, like just staff for the event, so. Oh, nice. It's nice, you know. You get all the amenities, the lounges, and the the. So you're gonna be early. networking on a, huh? On a high level over there, then you're gonna be networking on a high level. Um, you know. Or hoping to. I always let that. I always let right. that kind of guide itself. I don't really. I don't. I don't go out of my way to forcibly network with people. You know, I I like believe in timing with everything, and like I think the biggest thing that really hurts relationships is. Uh, not being conscious of that you know like timing is everything and someone could be really great for you to work with but if you meet them six months too early or if you if you push it too early um i think that can you know really throw everybody off and throw the whole thing off um so you know i'll i'll be networking a lot i love talking to people and chatting people up and stuff and there's definitely like i i it's crazy i last year you're like all right who's the next yeah yeah i always end up meeting people but i'm i'm definitely not you know it's yeah, not, I don't see, I don't, it's not like I see, I mean, like, the, there's a lot of high-level people, like, running around there, too, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like last year, I was, it's funny, actually, I saw, um, all these people had tractor wristbands on, you know, like, the, the brand tractor, um, DJ brand. I saw this guy with one, I'm like, yo, where'd you get the, the tractor wristband? Like, I, I want to get one, because I knew they had a, a private area or whatever. Um, and he was like, oh, uh, you know, someone gave it to me, and I look up, and it's Pete Tonk. <laughs> and, uh... It's like little things like that, you know what I mean? Like it's, I, you don't even, the the situations, or the people you're connect. like I'm very big on, like I, like I was saying earlier, man, like the universe is going to take care of me. Yeah. So like I think the right networking situations happen when they should and like. Um, What's different for me is like the more beers I have, I know what the beer content Yeah, uh, That's smart. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. I've never really done the, I've never done beer in a big networking situation like that, but I almost think it'd be good. I don't know, dude. I like floor, I don't know. I just like. When I'm there for like a gig, I'm, gig, I'm super serious. I'm like completely sober. Mm-hmm. But I like take a couple of drinks. I don't know. I'm just a lot looser. And the next morning, I might I try that. Like twenty new like Instagram like people I personally know. Yeah. Not just like some random person from like Taiwan and started following me. Yeah, yeah. That's that's cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um. And that's what I love too. You know, you meet someone, you have a great conversation with them, you connect with them, you start following their journey. Like I can't even tell. Like I got so many people that I met like four years ago that you know I've only talked to them a couple times, but like we like each other's stuff, we comment on each other's stuff. Like we're buddies, and you know they live across the country. But whenever I you know if I ever make it out there, or whatever, like I'm, I'm gonna hang yeah, out with them, like, what's up? say what's up. Yeah, um, I love that stuff too, man. It's all about showing. Even like. You can have online friends, but it's even better if you have those IRL connections with those online friends, you know? Yeah, that's so true. That's, cool. how we, that's how we met. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I Honestly, I swear, it sounds crazy, but, like, almost everyone that I'm, like, close with today, I've, I've met online. Like, I, I, 
and I'm, you know, I don't see it as a bad thing at all. I think it's great. Like, I feel like it must have sucked back in the day, you know, in our parents' generation where, like, you had to meet everyone face-to-face. Like, how do you even, you end up just hanging, at that point, you end up just spending time with people because you have access to them, not because you want to, you know what I mean? Your best friends are, like, your uncle and those three chickens in the back or something. Yeah, (laughs) and it's like, you know, or, like, this guy that you're, or this, this person that your friend introduced you to, um... I don't know, yeah, and, like, having the having the technology, like, I can see, oh, this dude Brandon from, like, you know, half hour away is, like, really making some really dope stuff. I can send him a DM and, like, we can get lunch and talk about stuff. Like, I can't tell you how many friendships I've had, like, it, especially within the music scene, oh lo- locally, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's, how you, that's how you find, you know, the people that you mesh with, I feel like, at least yeah, I have. about that? Like, back then, what would you do? Like, walk around the corner and hear someone's little... Street gangs. I mean, yeah, you'd corner. you'd go to you know you'd go to events and stuff. You'd go yeah, to clubs. Yeah. That's why I think the cl- like the the nightlife scene was probably way cooler back then because mm. you had to. That was what you had to do to meet people. And like same yeah. thing. Why I think it would have been so cool to be in radio back then because it's like you, that you, you want music. That's where you're getting yeah. it from. You know what I mean? Um, and like I think about that a lot. You know, like I used to. I hear stories of because I've got a lot of like pretty. Uh, you know, a lot of friends in the Detroit area who have been doing clubs for, God, longer than I've been alive. And they tell me stories about how it used to be in the, you know, the multi-level, 500-packed, slammed clubs on a Sunday night. Like, back in the day, that was how you met people. That was how you did stuff. And so, you know, it's kind of a give and take. I, I think it's cool. I, I like that. Uh, I like that I have more access to people that I would mesh well with without going out and spending my energy to connect with them as as millennial as that may sound uh but i think it's really cool i don't know it's a new world man holy cow i know man it's uh <laughs> it's a blessing i'm really stoked to be a part of it it's uh i don't i think it's never a cooler time to be alive you know like right now is so sweet i feel like a spy kid too these days man with like we got phones and laptops and like watches and airpods like i'm like a damn spy kid like i i dreamed about this when i was younger i watched the movie like speak about spying what do you think about the uh, 10 year challenge on facebook um what do you think how i preface that right there what do you think government or not government related oh please (laughs) yeah yes no no comment Sure, I think everything's government related, right? I mean, let's be honest, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have the roads if it wasn't for the government. You know what I mean? It's the it's the regulations and the rules that keep the 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 whole f- operation on the road and that's why I'm I'm not super anti-establishment like I used to be. Like I used to just like you grow up being like, "Oh, dude, dude, I used to hate it. I and I it it just used to disgust me, but like I I kind of get it now, and at the end of the day, like, I don't really care if the government wants to, like, look in my browser history, and, like, I'm not really hiding any, I'm not a criminal, I'm not doing anything that, like, I would really care if anyone investigated me <laughs> for, so it's like, is it government related? Maybe. Stay tuned. If, it, if it is government related, do, do I care? No. Like, I, I'm very easy to find, I mean, if... We're on surveillance half of our lives anyways, especially if you live in True. the city. So it's like, 
I mean, you can go on. I don't care. Instagram, like basically, like. I mean, dude, I, on my way here, I went into a Sitgo gas station. Like they, they probably have you know a solid five minutes of reel on me. <laughs> like if if Content, the government baby. wanted to find me, <laughs> it's not hard. So and plus, I, not to mention, I have an iPhone right here, which uh, says my GPS location. So like all the time. Yeah, so I don't care, dude. Is it a part of a senior challenge? Probably, sure. Or is it part of a, a government, you know, up you, system update? Probably. What do you think about Snapchat? Like, uh, where it's like always tracking you. Oh, that's definitely tracking you. Yeah, that's creepy. I, I don't. I turn mine off on that. I actually, it's it kind of weirds me out. I, I've I've talked to people who they they have it with their friends, where all their friends are all sharing their location. And yeah. That kind of weirds me out. Like, I think it's a little bit more common amongst girls, though. I get that. Because, like, when you go out on the weekend or something like that, you want to... I know, get... Girls are so much more, like, thoughtful than guys. Like, girls will text each other, did you get home okay? I get that. I get that. Like, yeah, I just, uh... Yeah. Not to generalize women or anything. Like no, 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 no. I get that. It just, uh... I guess, let me just say, with my experience in the past and certain people, <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> weirded me out. Um, cause it's like, what yeah, you? I'm pulling up, I'm like a minute away from you right now. Stop for a second. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't, I don't mess with that just because like, I don't want any of my friends to know where I'm at. Like, if you want to know where I'm at, you can call me up and I'll tell you, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't like surprises on that level. You know, I guess I shouldn't say that. I'd like surprises, but nah, not eh, the no. weird kind. Yeah, no. No weird surprises. But it makes sense for, uh. You know, for people. I was waiting for Sna- uh, Instagram to cross over and do the same thing. But Instagram yeah. tracks you too. I mean, uh, you're low-key tracking yourself. Every time you post mm-hmm. something, every time you say, oh, I'm here, or mm-hmm. I'm picture of this, like, we're so... Mm-hmm. You can, like, look at someone's Instagram and be like, oh, where's job? Is he at work today? Or, no. Yeah. That's so why I post a picture of me being at work every day. Which is kind of weird. This is probably going to be one post where you're not at work for once, but kind of still are, I guess. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's always work, right? Yeah, I either see you at the studio, somewhere by the studio, or at the intersection. Yeah, I'm in Holland today, baby. I'm in yeah, your side of town. Should have made a vlog on Never that. been to oh, Holland. You're working on one, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going to take a clip right now. I'm going to take a clip right now. I'm going to Yeah, drop a... Drop a... Cl- drop a clip! Yeah, I've been slacking on the vlog game. I've been really wanting to... Vlog, man. I feel like you need a recipe. Holler, baby. 3.0 podcast. He lost his phone. Aw. 2018 probs. I swear. I think I'm smart sometimes, but then I could do something, and it just reminds me how, like, I should humble myself all the time. Yes. Because I'm nothing. <laughs> My phone. <laughs> we got 13 messages. 13 messages. Dude, you are jumping. We got dead air on the podcast. <laughs> I know that's supposed to go up. Yeah. You well, see the you see the the new or the uh the eclipse last night? That was really cool. I saw my first eclipse. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't see it? No. Well, yeah, dude, there was a lunar eclipse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those photos you posted? I thought that was Jupiter for some reason. Nah, dude, it was a lunar eclipse. Like, Why is that purple? It was oh, so it was cool. Like weird color. It was so freaking cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Dude, a lot of cool things happened last night, apparently. 
such as what oh sports yeah, yeah. Awesome. um dude that one day the the guy uh with the the ball and the goal ran down the field no oh uh, that that's, that's the extent of sports talk i can do <laughs> Fair enough. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Yeah. You play no sports. You, you did skateboarding is an extreme sport. Though. Skateboarding's a lifestyle. How many dude. times you had to like hit your ankle or something? Too many. Too freaking many. I love skateboarding though. I got into it a little bit. I could, the extent of my skateboarding is ollieing. I record skateboarding. I've been wanting to get into recording that. We still gotta record some skateboarding. One day. Are you good? Still. Mm, I could be. I couple skated. sessions. Yeah. Couple sessions. Yeah, I could get a couple tricks. A couple flicks and tricks. It just takes time. Yeah, Let's dude. some clips. It's your boy Choff from 104.5 SNX, and you know the DL 3.0 podcast. Let's get it!